Hello, friends. This episode of the Abiding Together podcast is brought to you by Homeschool Connections. Attention, homeschool parents. Are you having difficulty bringing joy to your homeschooling? Are you looking for help but don't know where to turn? Is your student not interested in learning? Homeschool Connections is the answer to your homeschooling woes. With dynamic, passionate instructors, faithful to the magisterium, your upper elementary, middle, or high school student will find a love of learning that will inspire them to want to continue to learn the rest of their lives. Homeschool Connections offers two types of courses, live interactive courses and recorded independent learning courses. You can take live courses with instructors like Trent Horn and Tim Staples who teach apologetics, or take self-paced courses where your student can focus on mastery of Chesterton, apologetics, or speech and debate. The subjects are wide ranging and include all the core courses plus many more that you would expect from an excellent institution committed to helping you with your homeschooling efforts. With over 200 live interactive courses to choose from this school year and over 450 courses, you have what you need to make sure that your students are educated in the Catholic tradition. Registration for live interactive courses is open between April and September. Subscribing to self-pace independent learning courses is available year-round. Prices are around $200 for a live course or $34.97 per month for access to all 450-plus recorded courses. So your whole family can continue to homeschool on a budget while receiving an excellent education that will inspire them to want to learn more and more even into adulthood. If you want to learn more, visit their website at homeschoolconnections.com. You can email them at info at homeschoolconnections.com, or you can call them at 888-372-4757. They even have their own podcast, Homeschooling Saints. We hope you enjoy this episode. Hi, and welcome to season 10 of the Abiding Together podcast. We are so excited to have you with us this season. Abiding Together is a place where you can find connection, rest, and encouragement on your journey with Jesus Christ. My name is Sister Miriam James Heidland, and every week I am joined by two of my dearest friends, Heather Kim and Michelle Benzinger. We talk about our life with Christ. We talk about big things, small things, beautiful things, sorrowful things. We laugh, we cry, you'll fit right in. <laughs> you are most welcome here, so please, Grab a cup of coffee, settle in, and welcome home. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Abiding Together podcast, which can be seen on YouTube, like we talked about in our last series. So if you are listening to us and you actually want to see us, we'd be welcome to have you there. And so you can check out our YouTube channel, which is Abiding Together podcast. Is that our YouTube? Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> YouTube. Brian's got a podcast. I don't know. Like we don't want, well, this is like our first we don't watch our own into, YouTube yeah. channel. <laughs> yeah, we also want to tell our all of our Patreon subscribers that uh, they get digital content, a bonus digital content with all of our video mm-hmm. stuff that we have. You get bonus so, content that goes along yes. with our different series. Yes, so here How we are. Fun. Yeah, I know. So here we are again. And if you didn't listen to our four-part series on daughter, we'd love to invite you to do that first. We're going to be unveiling the identities of woman, which is daughter, sister, um, bride, and mother. And so we're going to do the first two uh, this season. And then the next season, we have um, mother and bride after that. And mm-hmm. we've got all kinds of wonderful things for you. But mm-hmm. we just concluded our four-part series on daughter. So today yeah. we're going to delve into... Sister. Yeah. Sister. And just in case you don't know, um, we have questions, discussion questions and journaling questions that go along with every episode available on our website. So that's abidingtogetherpodcast.com. Check mm-hmm. it out. Mm-hmm. There's all the deets. There you yeah. go. And definitely, and this will actually air on November 1st, which is All Saints Day. So yeah. Happy All, all Saints Day. All yeah. the Sister Saints. 
We have all my sisters and me. Yeah, yeah. there we go. I think that's what Michelle titled this episode. Michelle, do you want to sing that? We're like, for what, us? what is the title of this episode? We are family. I got all my sisters. And me. <laughs> like, me. you can never unsing that now. <laughs> so, something that we we always do in our podcast is we have a guiding scripture for our podcast episode. And what we're doing different this time is we're actually having the same scripture passage that's going to guide our entire four part series. So, yeah. mm-hmm. it'll give you an entire month to really seep into, allow that word to seep into you and kind of sink more deeply into the word of God and that particular aspect mm-hmm. of what the Lord is, is speaking to each of our hearts. So for this series, we're going to focus on the visitation and the Magnificat of Mary, which comes from Luke chapter one, and it is verses 39 to 56. So read to us, sister. Oh, I will. Hear story me. time, <laughs> Sister Mary. This is so lovely. Yes. Yeah. So from the gospel of Luke. At that time, Mary got ready and hurried to a town in the hill country of Judea, where she entered Zechariah's home and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the baby leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. In a loud voice, she exclaimed, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the child you will bear. But why am I so favored that the mother of my Lord should come to me? As soon as the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the baby in my womb leaped for joy. Blessed is she who has believed that the Lord would fulfill his promises to her. And Mary proclaimed, My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for he has looked with favor on his lowly servant, and from this day all generations will call me blessed. He has performed mighty deeds with his arm. He has scattered those who are proud in their inmost thoughts. He has brought down rulers from their thrones, but has lifted up the humble. He has filled the hungry with good things, but has sent the rich empty away. He has helped his servant Israel, remembering to be merciful to Abraham Mm. and his descendants forever, just as he promised our ancestors. Mary stayed with Elizabeth for about three months and then returned home. Amen. Hmm. There's so much in that. So much. Yeah, which is what we're going to talk about um, yeah. mm-hmm. during these four these four <clears throat> episodes. So maybe, Michelle, we could start with you. What are some things that stir in your heart as we hear the Word of God, which is— I. I uh, yeah, anyway, I'll save mine for later. But yeah, it's like, what are some things that stir for you? And then when we talk about the identity of sister as we're building upon the identity of daughter. So I think for me, the visitation is probably one of my favorite scripture passages mm-hmm. just to even go into, like to really look at and go into, mm-hmm. and just the power of sisterhood. Mm-hmm. I think now, um, for me more than ever, like I see in just different forms and different things, there's like a real division going on, like yeah. in women and just different, there's a real division going on everywhere. Like everything seems to be more polarized and divided Mm -hmm. and all of that. But I think especially with women that we can also model really well Mm -hmm. what true sisterhood comes about. And I think we forget that like we like that quote from Mother Teresa, you know, we have enough peace. We forget that we belong to one another, Mm -hmm. that we are actually um, family. The body Mm -hmm. of Christ is family. We Mm -hmm. are sisters. Mm -hmm. We are brothers. We Mm -hmm. are family. That is who we are in our truest identity. And so I think using the prototype of Mary and Elizabeth as what that looks like and lived out and all of that, you know, and like one of the first things I love about it is like when this comes right after the Annunciation, Mm -hmm. so the angel Gabriel has just come to Mary, announced that she will be the mother of the Savior, all of this kind of stuff. And what does she do? 
she goes and makes haste and goes to her cousin Elizabeth and tells her, you know, this is what the Holy Spirit just said to me. Mm -hmm. Like, and it always makes me think like, okay, who can I share with? what the Holy Spirit is doing in my life Amen. right now. Mm -hmm. When the Holy Spirit overshadows me, like who can I share with that the Holy Spirit is doing to my life? Mm -hmm. Now, some saints say like in their interpretations that Joseph was actually with her. Some people say that he wasn't. Mm -hmm. Who's to know? We weren't mm -hmm. there. Mm -hmm. So, but. <laughs> Use your imagination. <laughs> Use your imagination, well, you, people. You're older than us, so you may <laughs> Oh, no, she did. Oh, yes, she oh, did. Oh, she just did. Anyway. <laughs> so She's 29. We just celebrated her 20th oh, birthday not too long ago. Yes. Slide. Yeah, yeah slide. you're losing one. You're losing your memory. Not me. <laughs> what was that say? But I loved it. Even when she came, so she, Mary just hightailed it over to see Elizabeth. But just even, I won't go to the whole scripture, but when Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the baby, the baby, the baby, the baby mm -hmm. leaped in her womb and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. But I love when she says in a loud voice, she exclaims, blessed are you among women and blessed is your child, you know, that you will bear in your, but blessed is the child that is in your womb, mm -hmm. you know. And then she says, who should it be that the mother of my Lord should come and visit me? Mm -hmm. I love one of the first greetings that Elizabeth gives to Mary is that she just exudes blessings on her. Yes. She exudes blessings on her. And then she calls out Mary's truest identity. Mm -hmm. You know, the Holy Spirit had already announced to Mary what she was doing, but Elizabeth confirmed and affirmed that this is what the Holy Spirit is doing mm -hmm. and called her out in her truest identity. This is the mother of my Lord, but come and visit me. You know, so I was asking those questions. Do we create an environment where we have women mm -hmm. in our lives that affirm and confirm what the Holy Spirit's doing in our lives? Do we have women that we can run to and say, hey, mm -hmm. guess what the Holy Spirit's doing in my mm -hmm. life? And mm -hmm. the woman bless us. Us with that, you know, Heather, what are your thoughts? Mm -hmm. There's so much here. Yeah. I mean, don't you wish you could be there sometimes in scripture? Like oh, sometimes yes. I like to imagine, you know, being there. Oh, definitely. What that would be oh, like. In that yeah. My nation imagination goes yeah. there all the time. <laughs> Almost always hot and dusty. But like beyond that, <laughs> mm -hmm. you know, what would it be like to be there to see the joy in their faces and and how did John leap in her womb like that? Like I'm like, this is a real story. So I'm yeah. like even the baby knew, like there was this, when you come into the presence of God or something big that the Holy Spirit is doing, Amen. that it should stir your spirit, that mm -hmm. something within you should pay attention, you know? And so that's the first thing I'm like, Lord, help me to pay attention to where you're moving, to where yes. your movements are, yeah. where the Holy Spirit is, and and how you're moving in the lives of the people that you've entrusted to me so mm -hmm. that I can recognize it and call it out like that, mm -hmm. you know? Um, but I love this part where she says, blessed is she who believed that the Lord would fulfill his promises to her. Mm -hmm. Like, I just feel like she's like, way to go, girl. Like, you yeah. believe that. You know, you mm -hmm. believe what God said to you. Like, don't you think Mary would have told Elizabeth, I had this crazy experience with this angel? You know, like, <laughs> you know, and she's like, I don't know. Did that actually happen? I mean, who knows what she was thinking? Like, yeah. you don't notice that you're pregnant for a while. Like, yeah. really, physically, your body doesn't change right away. Mm -hmm. Like, there's a lot of trusting that had to occur there. Mm -hmm. And so I just love this exchange. And I, I love the exchange of not just family, but friends, mm -hmm. you know, that you mm -hmm. can tell there's, there's a delight in one another here. I think for me, you know, I've had some really wonderful experiences with girlfriends and some not so great. Mm -hmm. And I think that's probably true for most of us. Yes. Is that, mm -hmm. yep. Yep. You know, some people might be thinking, well, I don't have a sister <laughs> or whatever, yeah. but but you have friends that are women and, mm -hmm. and maybe your experiences have been great or not great. Mm -hmm. And I think that it's time to look at that. Mm -hmm. You know, it's time to look at what does it mean to be a sister? How can I be a good sister mm -hmm. to my mm -hmm. friends and to my family? 
Um, but also what do I need out of a sister or maybe what do I need to be healed from, from mm-hmm. sister wounds that might mm-hmm. be there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's true. I, we, all of us desire to be a gift to one another and to be, to love like that and to be able to call out somebody's beauty and call out their identity and to be able to do that as women. There's something in that that is really a blessing. I remember listening to a podcast over the summer and the counselor on the podcast was saying that he finds in his, it's kind of simplistic, but he's found in his, his office when women came with depression, he said many times it was number one, they felt they they were not loved. And number two, they felt they were not useful to the ones they love. Mm. And it's so interesting of like hmm. that part of like the gift of like calling out your beauty and calling out your identity yeah. and, and understanding that it doesn't diminish mine mm-hmm. or it doesn't infringe. And I think that's something you see really beautifully about Elizabeth and, and Mary is that they can reveal and reflect the goodness of the Holy Spirit and what God is doing in each one of them without fearing it's going to detract, which is why this is a second layer of the identity, because it's as we as daughters, that's a received identity. Sister is received identity as well, biological sisters and sisters in humanity. And I think many times what happens is when we find those places in our hearts that feel threatened, or we feel afraid, or we feel jealous or envious, or those things, which which are t- our hearts telling us something. But it's just a, a deeper kind of reflection where there's places in our heart that I don't feel rooted and grounded as a daughter. So like, there's not a seat at the table for all the sisters in my life. I'm afraid that it's going to be like musical chairs where mm-hmm. there's going to be a chair pulled out and I have to fight for a chair. And what you see is that the beauty of Mary Elizabeth is just fully revealing. Um, Because like the both of you, I love you both so much and you're both so different. And you're just, I see such beauty in each one of you. And Mm -hmm. it's so lovely. It's just the exact way that each of you are made. It's so beautiful. And there's, there's things I admire in each of you, you know, and that, that reality of like, oh my gosh, I get to learn from you. I get to be in life with you. I get to hear how you hear the Holy Spirit. And there's something so incredibly beautiful about that. And then all of us, like we said, have places in our hearts where relations with women have been very wounding. And they've been very, in a sense, dangerous or very hurtful. And so it's like we said in our daughter, our series on daughter, that it's much easier to self-protect. But these are the places we have to push into so that we can become the women God is calling us to be. Mm. Yeah. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. And I love what she said. Like, I think there's something about with Elizabeth, you know, where she says, you know, blessed is that the mother of my Lord will come and visit mm-hmm. me. And blessed is she who believed that the Lord would fulfill her promises. Because later on in this series, we will compare it to Sarah and Hagar, mm-hmm. where Sarah took the promise of the Lord given her and tried yes. to manipulate it. Mm-hmm. Where Mary took the promise that the Lord gave her and allowed it to unfold yes. in his timing and did not manipulate it. Mm-hmm. She received it freely and mm-hmm. gave it back freely, you know, but mm-hmm. I love that Elizabeth, there's not this comparison. Like yeah. there's not this, there's a celebration, you know, there is this just delight, like mm-hmm. we said before, and one another. Like I always say when I'm teaching this, like, you know, Elizabeth didn't say, oh my gosh, what a bummer. I get to be the mother of John the Baptist and she gets to be the mother of the yeah. Savior. Like, yeah. I totally am losing in this story. Yeah, she went yeah. up to me again. Yeah, she went up yeah. to me again. Yeah. yeah. Like, yes. Yeah. She's younger. She's, yeah. yeah. She didn't yeah. have to wait this long and now oh. all the other things. And so, no, like, look what happened. But mm-hmm. both of them needed each other's yes. Yes. For the whole story to unfold, that each of them had a part in salvation history and they needed each other's That's stories. That's such a good point. That you is know, such a good point. They needed, I love even in the episode of The Chosen when just the relationship between John the Baptist and Jesus. Mm-hmm. And he said, Remember when we were kids, they told us that this is the foretelling of the, uh, and it was spoken over and over the us, stories. the stories mm, yeah. of us. And mm-hmm. I loved that. I just mm-hmm. loved, That's you know, cool. just even there as cousins, mm-hmm. their kinship, and, you know, because they saw the closeness of their mothers, mm-hmm. you know, and the whole kinship of that. And just so, like, how do we celebrate it? And I love as soon, like, both of them tell just in scripture about the humility. 
You know, mm-hmm. do we humbly receive the promises that the Lord received from us? Are we grasping or do we receive humbly and freely the yeah. promises that the Lord gives us? And I was thinking about this this time when I was just putting it into the document that we go by. Um, who do I share my Magnificats with? Mm-hmm. You know, Mary did this beautiful Magnificat, you know. He's performed mighty deeds with me. He has scattered the proud who do I proclaim my Magnificats with because mm-hmm. what the Lord has done with me? Mm-hmm. You know, like we were asking the questions, who do I go to the Holy Spirit? But who do I, and do I proclaim a Magnificat when the Holy Spirit has done mm-hmm. great things with me? Mm-hmm. And how do other women receive that also? I think we have celeb- done a good job of um, <clears throat> bringing into our lives women that celebrate the Holy Spirit, what he's yeah. been doing with us. But I think that's been a learned yeah. skill. For a lot of us, mm-hmm. it, does, it has not come naturally. For well, some of us has more naturally than others. Mm-hmm. But I think that there it has to be very intentional to live this way, mm-hmm. you know, with a celebration mindset of other women. You mm-hmm. know, Heather, what would you say? Yeah, and I think even for Jesus to be the center of the relationship, like yes. even here you see an acknowledgement of like the Savior was clearly like what was acknowledged and mm-hmm. lifted up in this yeah, conversation the that man. they're having. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And and I think for, for many people, it's difficult to know how to bring God into relationships, especially if he oh, hasn't been so a true. part of friendships before. Mm-hmm. I've had so many women ask me, like, how do I make that transition to like share with my friend, like something about God or it feels awkward or, you know, whatever it might be. And I, I think it just opens up a whole new realm when you're able to have that kind of trust, but to bring all the parts of yourself and your relationship with Mm -hmm. God to another friend and to share those things together. It's incredibly powerful and incredibly beautiful. And I think that those are the times that as you journey together with God in the mix of things, and that's how we really started hanging out was like we met on at Franciscan University on the campus, but we started praying together. Like, mm-hmm. even though we were doing different things with different friends and different people and whatever, all of that stuff, like, we were connecting. <laughs> Once you quit through smoking, prayer. but go ahead. <laughs> that's another series, people. That's, that's the series on, on the heathen living. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. So, yeah, so, like, we, we just started praying together mm-hmm. and listening to the Lord together, and we were learning together. Like, although oh, yeah. we had come with a lot of experiences before, we were learning to listen and grow mm-hmm. in a different way and champion each other in different things where we felt like the Holy Spirit was moving. For example, when you were talking with your not-husband-yet Chris on the phone— and there was oh, yeah. there was something happening, and I remember you were like, "Well, I don't know. I mean, I probably should go down and see, but I don't. I'm probably not going to go." And I was like, "Michelle, like something is happening here. Did you hear what this guy said to you? Something is happening. Like you need to go and see him like right now." And I think I bought your plane ticket. You did buy my plane right? ticket. Yes. Aww. Yeah. And so I mean, it was like so clear to me, mm-hmm. and you had some not hesitations about him, but it was like it was happening very fast. Yeah, and I was too close to it. Yeah, also, yeah. yeah, exactly. And I was like, this is obvious, you know, to me. And I think we've all done that for each other mm. at different times to be able to say, hey, you may have lost sight of something, or you may not yes. be able to see something, mm-hmm. but I see it for you. Mm-hmm. I, I hope this for you. Mm-hmm. Like I can have the hope for you, or I can hold on to the promise for you, mm-hmm. or. I'm going to speak this like mm, into, into like declare this like mm-hmm. into your life or whatever. So mm-hmm. I think we have when we're in a position where we aren't competing with each other, yeah. we're able to just like speak and receive and and it becomes a very mutual gift. Mm-hmm. 
I think many times we pour out into friendships and don't feel like we get anything back yeah. or we're a taker and we're sure. not a giver. Yeah. So to just find some balance in our relationships and it doesn't mean you necessarily need to find new friends, maybe some, yeah. but, but, <laughs> sure. but yeah. that maybe you need to have some conversations about it. Oh yeah. You know? mm. Mm. So good. Yeah, I remember reading a book many years ago, I've referenced it before, called Friendship in the Lord by Father Paul Hennebush, who's a Dominican mm. priest. And there was one chapter of the book where he talked about how every person in somebody's life is a needed aspect in their life. Mm. And so often we say, for example, get jealous or, you know, mm. w- because that person took that person's place in my life. Or, you know, when we, we look at other people and we're like, oh, how come that person's in that person's life? And I feel like they're overshadowing. And he said, every single person's in somebody's life, like they need that particular aspect of that friendship or that particular gift of the heart. And that helps us understand of like, oh, like all of us, like all of us women here today, like we talked about, we're all women here in the studio, which is really amazing. Like every single one of us bears a particular facet of the femininity and the beauty that God has. And that every woman's plate that is placed in somebody else's life is, is a particular gift to bear. Mm-hmm. And I think understanding that helps us enlarge in our hearts and understanding when we do feel like the pangs of jealousy at times or being feel left out, just like we've been talking about going to the place, okay, what's happening? What's happening? What what good am I seeing? What's the good thing that I really want? Mm-hmm. And to be honoring the good thing of like, oh, I really want to feel connected or I want to feel you know, like I belong. And that's some of the core realities of sisterhood, which we'll talk about is supporting, it's belonging, it's challenging, it's sharing, it's learning how to be a girl among girls of of celebrating, of learning, you know, where, where do I fit in? In my own way, in my own facet, and then receiving mm-hmm the other women in my life in their particular stories and where they are as well and that each is a good gift like mm-hmm. each woman has an irreplaceable mm-hmm. place to, piece to play in the puzzle of divine salvation mm-hmm. you know like the divine economy mm-hmm. of salvation so and that's really a totally different way of it sometimes it takes a bit of a learning curve to be like okay no this person's not a threat they're have their own mm-hmm. gift and what's happening in my heart so then we can come from a place of of blessing mm-hmm. which is a real re- it's not just something nice we're saying it's a real reality mm-hmm. it's a real reality yeah, I think an important part of friendships, like moving to some next levels, is really listening to one another's stories and yes. be willing to share your story. Yeah, Like, I know so much about how to love you both because mm-hmm. I know your story. Yeah. You know, not that I'm perfect at loving you, but I think I can anticipate yeah. certain things that you might need or how you might be feeling in a situation. So yeah. even like quietly interceding in certain moments mm-hmm. because I just, oh... This might not be easy, you mm-hmm. know, for this one mm-hmm. because yes. of this or this. And yeah. you guys may not know that, whatever, but vice versa. I feel like sure. you do similar things for me. And in sharing your story with one another, you realize that, I don't know, I, I wish I could say a percentage, but many of the interactions that may not be <laughs> pleasing that happen usually are, are happening for a reason that isn't about you, you know? Yes. So I, even in my marriage, I would take things so personally sometimes. Yes. And then I realized after a while, I was like, wow, most of this really has nothing to do with me. It's something mm-hmm. else going mm-hmm. on in the heart of Jake. So when I let my defensive guard down and I can love him there, mm-hmm. like that that hearing and understanding each other's stories and knowing, oh, there's parts of your heart that are tender here, or, you know, you might need this here, then I'm able to love better and be loved better when I share that myself. So Mm -hmm. to cultivate safe places, safe spaces, Mm -hmm. and you may have known someone for 20 years, but never heard their story. Oh, absolutely. And I think it's important that we start breaking through those barriers and making time to do that. Like, can you just share your story from the, like, what are kind of some of the main themes of your story or positive or negative messages that you heard at different mm-hmm. stages of your life that have made you who you are. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's a huge gift that we can give one another, that kind of vulnerability. Mm-hmm. You know? 
And I think knowing our stories and identifying, like, what are the promises the Lord is speaking to you? Yeah. You know, right now in this season, what do you think it is? Like, Mm -hmm. what are the things that you are hoping for? What are the things that you desire? Mm -hmm. What are the things that, like, need to be named in you? Like, the aches, you know? Sometimes we say as women, well, I don't want to say it out loud because what if it doesn't happen? Or what is it? It's not wishing. It's not like, you know, a magic wish that you throw a coin into a fountain and it comes Mm -hmm. true. It's like, no. It is like, okay, I feel like this is a desire of my heart. I need to voice this, mm-hmm. you know, and like really surrender it to the Lord. Can you do that with me? Mm-hmm. You know, like this is a, like, I really need this in my life right now. This is a really ache for my life right now. This is something that the Lord is stirring in my heart right now, you know, almost to help you process that, mm-hmm. you know, what is this, yes. you know, uh, what is the longing? Mm-hmm. What is the ache? Because I think oftentimes, especially in women, we numb the ache and the longing. Yeah. We numb and ache. I mean, we numb it or we dismiss it. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. You know, I just can't. Or, you know, are you like we said before, we just push through, mm-hmm. you know, there needs to be. And it's vulnerable, mm-hmm. you know, say, okay, this is a longing in my heart. Mm-hmm. You know, this is a deep ache in me. And I really, you know, I feel like this has been placed on my heart from the Lord. You know, will you hold fast with me to this promise? Mm-hmm. You know, this mm-hmm. is what I desire. How the Lord, maybe he needs to refine it, redeem it. Mm-hmm. But here it is, yeah. you know, and bring that to other other sisters, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Speaking of sisters, sister, what do you think? <laughs> well, there's this particular gift that we have as women to each other. Like we've talked before about how women help prepare women for a wedding. Mm-hmm. And women also help women get ready for childbirth. Mm-hmm. And like women come together and they get the water and they get the towels and they surround oh, the absolutely. woman. And there's a spiritual midwifery that happens like in mm-hmm. our own souls. Like when we come together and we hold sacred, like what God is birthing in you mm-hmm. and what he's birthing in you and protecting that and helping to defend it like a new life inside and fighting for it. Like fighting mm-hmm. for each other, and there's something really powerful. And we got together. There's you know eight of us that get together in Michigan. Uh, we've done that for the three years now. Women, it's just so lovely. We're all so different, so and just different. Hearing the hearts of, of of each woman where she's at, and then we really just prayed for each other mm-hmm. and just prayed prophetically over each other. And there was something so beautiful about women coming together in a safe place and in each where we're at in our own stories and and just being received and loved and, and being blessed. Mm-hmm. Like the power of blessing, we've talked about that, like oh, the yes. power of blessing of our words, of our intentions, of our presence is really life-giving. And gosh, you know how many, how, I think there was a, a, an article that came out some, some time ago, and I think it was like about guys, but it was about the, the people in society right now who have a lack of really one true friend. There's so many people that don't even have one real friend Mm. to have like conversations like this. And so we need sisters, I mean, biological, we need sisters on the journey. And, you know, we talk about the complementarity of men and women, which is important. And we'll talk about that later. But right now we're talking about women with women and that reality of, I need you guys. Like my life would not be that. I don't have a biological sister. And so even more so, like I need you guys in my life. Like I need mm-hmm. your beauty. I need your wisdom. I need your truth. And and it's so important to me. I don't know where I would be in my life without you. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. And you need safe people who yes. love you enough to tell you the hard things sometimes. Yep. Like, you know, we need to open the door for one another. Yes. Like when there's a trust built to be able yeah. to mm-hmm. say, is there something that you see that I can't see? Yeah. Like, could you, would you love me enough to tell me mm-hmm. the hard thing that might make me cry but is necessary that yes. I hear to grow? You yeah. know, like those type of things are an incredible gift, painful sometimes, but an incredible gift that mm-hmm. can't be underestimated, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Oh, I agree. And I think even going back, like Sister Reference, there's a group of us that meet, um, eight of us that meet, and we did it for three summers. But... 
two summers ago, not this past summer, the summer before, we had to make it very intentional. Like mm-hmm. we had to say like, okay, are we going to commit to this meeting once a year? Really? You know, we don't, we all have different relationships within this group. And it was so funny. We had to go around and say, are we committed to this to go? Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I was the one that was wavering. Mm-hmm. You know, we were all going around saying, no, I really commit and be intentional to be a safe person, to pray for these people. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, and it wasn't that I didn't love. And it, first of all, I was thinking, all right, if sisters, no way sister will say yes. <laughs> no, <laughs> She says no, it's easier for me to say no. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was really thinking. No, you and, just know what's required. It's a yeah. commitment. And that's and was that serious. It wasn't and, just words. It yeah. was a very serious thing. And that's commitment. what I yeah. was thinking. Exactly. It was, I adore these women and I wanted to. But my big thing was, do I have the bandwidth yes. mm-hmm. to give? Yeah. Do I have the bandwidth? And I realized, you know, but there was also some things even in that process that I had to look at some of the ways that I had given, mm-hmm. you know, before. Like I wasn't giving healthily to other people. I was allowing a lot of people to take from me. Yeah. And then where this was a very reciprocal relation. Mm-hmm. These are all very reciprocal relationships, mm-hmm. you know, and it was a really beautiful thing for mm-hmm. me to do that. But I also know that there has to be intention. And there mm-hmm. has to be commitment yep. and there has to be time, you know, time and trust, which mm-hmm. I don't think we do a lot now. No. You know, like for, it takes a lot for all of us to travel to Michigan every year mm-hmm. for a couple of days, you know. Mm-hmm. And it takes attention. Attention. Like yes. undivided attention. Yes. Like to put everything else aside, to say yep. I'm here with mm-hmm. you to listen to you. I think too uniquely about that group, which I think needs to be cultivated more in relationships, is that we don't relate to each other because of what we do, mm-hmm. but who we are. Yes. You know, there's amazing people in that room and there's amazing people that we know outside of that circle, you know, but it's like, that's not what's held up as important. It's the gift of the person and who Mm -hmm. they are. We don't even really talk about that stuff, which Mm -hmm. is so great. And I think that often like what we're trying to bond with people, we want to like, this is what I'm doing, or this is, this is what makes me important. Or can you see that I'm valuable because I've accomplished this and I've done this and I have this many kids or Mm -hmm. I'm this kind of thing, like, and I work and I do this, like whatever Mm -hmm. it might be, but to really allow people to see who we are without all that other stuff. Like, Mm -hmm. That at the core of who I am, this is who I am, yeah. and and it's not about what I do, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm realizing more and more like the intentionality of relationships and the time and the presence, mm-hmm. and that that has to be a priority. And mm-hmm. those actual in person relationships, mm-hmm. and that has to be more of a priority locally. And then a lot of people live, you know, far, but making time for that, you mm-hmm. know, and making. Um, like that is intentional and also knowing your bandwidth, mm-hmm. like that you cannot be every person's nearest and dearest, nope. you know. And yeah. so but I think one of the big things is, is like um, even like when we are social media, I think social media is a great thing, mm-hmm. but it does not take the place of real people. Mm-hmm. talking to real people, mm-hmm. you know, where you are, where you live locally, and then, you know, deeper relationships, mm-hmm. you know, it could be great, but it doesn't replace, you know, what the Holy Spirit is doing right where you are and the stories mm-hmm. that it wants to unfold within you, mm-hmm. you know. And all these things that we're talking about today, they take time. They do. And and that's okay. And like everything else in life, many times we want a quick fix and it, it's hard. I I can imagine just both of you have sisters and just when you think about your relationship as teenagers with your sister and your relationship now and like where you've grown as women and where your sisters have grown as women and kind of what the, the beauty and the sorrow, both of those things. But you just think of... Like it just takes time. Like our friendship has taken time, mm-hmm. and, the inv- and the friendships we invest in outside of this friendship, they take time, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. And, and that's okay. And, and you know, new things come to birth, and and all those places. And I think just kind of sitting with what we've talked about today is 
that reality of what is it like, like, what is it like for you just to be a sister? Even that word, like, what is it, what does it feel like to be a sister? How do mm-hmm. we experience being a sister? And I think for us, it can conjure up many different things, whether biologically or in humanity. But what is it like? Does it feel peaceful? Does it feel contented? Is there a part maybe that feels afraid, that feels like, oh, I don't know if I want to go there, or women can't be trusted, all the things we've, you know, yes, we've made vows. absolutely, yes. And so just think maybe this week, just sitting with that, like as we sit with the Amen. scripture and just sitting before the Lord and just asking the Lord, okay, Lord, help unpack my heart. What is it, how do I really experience being a sister? Like, what is that like for me to be a sister, to be somebody a support alongside somebody else, or to be in a relationship with somebody else that's a mutual thing? So just, I think, noticing that in ourselves because we can... You know, as we'll go through the identities, I think we're going to find certain identities we're much more comfortable with than others. Mm-hmm. And so for some people, it's going to be mother, mother, yeah, I got that. But daughter, not so much. Or sister's like, oh, not that one. But I could do bride really well. You know, yeah, so yeah. it's like, mm-hmm. so I think noticing those parts of our own hearts as well. Like mm, what's stirring good. in your heart as we talk about these mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. And just to kind of sit with that this week before the Lord and just say, okay, Lord, what what's, you know, what's happening in my heart? And kind of where are you, where do you speak me to this week? Speaking yeah, and where are the places that I need to be healed so yes. that I can open myself up? Yep. Well, open myself up to sisters again. Yes. You know, like maybe there's been a betrayal in your past yes. that you, you can't reconcile with the person. Maybe you've tried. Like mm-hmm. I've heard the story so many times, or maybe it's somebody in your family. Yep. But like, Lord, how do I entrust that into your hands and let it go into mm-hmm. your hands, like for, for you alone to heal, but to to help me to stay open to new relationships with new sisters. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I think to pray for it. Like yep. if you don't have it, to pray that God oh, would send you yes, sisters. Please. Like I've prayed for different friends at different times mm-hmm. that, that I really needed someone who I could connect with, you mm-hmm. know, on a spiritual level. And God has always provided for me. So just not be afraid to ask. Like, yeah. Yeah. I think it's important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pray and ask. And also, where do you need to repent? Where mm-hmm. have you hurt, sisters? Yeah. Oh, where have you not been? To, yes, we yeah, all have. So you know, mm-hmm. I know this past year, like I had to go back and repent to two different people, you know, that we like, they were younger sisters of mine, but like say, hey, you know, I didn't show up the way I needed to show up and really take my part in mm-hmm. the relationship. And it was just beautiful. I mean, I adore both of them. Mm-hmm. But I love what happens because when we have repentance and we have repair, then the bond actually attachment gets stronger deeper, and yep. the trust gets yep. deeper. And then actually it's beautiful. Like, mm-hmm. and we grow in the heart. We grow in the yeah. wrestle. We grow in the struggle. And mm-hmm. I mean, I, my life would not be the same without these two women mm-hmm. also. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I couldn't imagine our life without them. So it's just all also, but I had to own my part of it. Yes. You yeah. know, I had to take responsibility for my part of it. Mm-hmm. And it could be easy. Well, they did this or they, no, I'm only responsible for me. Like, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. the Lord will. And um, so, yeah. So where mm-hmm. do we own? Mm-hmm. We have to mm-hmm. own it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It'll be beautiful to see where this series unfolds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm yeah. wondering if it should unfold in you singing Sisters for us. <laughs> that was my one thing. Oh, All right. okay. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Uh, please forgive me. I own it for interrupting your one thing. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah, here we go. Bell. Hey, we've been recording all, right. all day. Uh, <laughs> I'm just messing with you. Well, well. Speaking, of, speaking of your sisters, would you like to talk about your one thing for the week? No. Is it tiny hands? Because I love yeah. tiny hands. Okay. No, it's we not might, tiny hands. Okay. What, what is yours? What you is know. Um, my one thing is actually fall. And so, what? yes, well, my front porch and fall because Girl, it's decorated really beautiful. I know. I know. Front my front porch and fall is like one of my favorite things. Sure. Actually, I just wanted to switch out all my rugs. And so it's really an excuse for more rugs and throw pillows, but don't tell my husband that. Yeah. But yes, Paul. Yeah, something. Front porch and fall. Theoretically in the South. Theoretically. It's, it's, wonderful. it's, it's wonderful in our hearts and minds, friends. Yes. That's, and that's so, the only place fall is happening in the you South. Know. But anyway, you, you just keep going. <laughs> yeah. It's just rain. That's where fall, where you live rain. is where fall really happens. Yeah. You know? 
Ours is just pretend with mm-hmm. Hobby Lobby. Go ahead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I have a recipe for <gasps> these really good chicken carnitas. Ooh, yum, yum, yum. And in the... Crock pot? Instant um, pot? Yeah, I did it in the instant pot. Oh, dang, girl. Yeah, and it was really good. You, well, you can do chicken or pork, but mm-hmm. I was surprised. The ingredients were like, really? And it's kind of, yeah, there's a lot of lime in there and different Ooh. things. You pour it you on. You make that for us later, too. But then you I just thinking, can we have Mexican for dinner tonight? Yeah, okay. Yes. Yes. <laughs> focus, focus, people. Focus. Sorry. Sorry. It's not true sisterhood until you've had queso. So, yeah. Oh, and salsa. No, but then you Walk. put it in the oven so it gets kind of crispy. This is the key. And don't skip that part. Because, <laughs> I love this is like a cooking like, show right here. <laughs> like, Anything that gets crispy, it's not greasy or oily. It's yeah. just like when you put it under the broiler. Anyway, so good. I'm send the recipe. I'm hungry now. It'll be in our I show too. notes. Yeah. It's dinner time anyway. Oh Go ahead. All right. Well, my one thing. Uh, <laughs> Spoiler <laughs> No, I love musicals. We did have a conversation about this this summer with our friends yeah. about we learned shocking news that some of our friends hate musicals. Sarah. <laughs> it almost broke our friendship. We did repair. But Sarah. It's, it's yeah. tenuous, but we mm-hmm. we are like, we, we can we can respect that. Mm-hmm. I, on the other hand, love musicals. I love the theater. Yeah. And I love the musical White Christmas. I have seen it on stage and just seen it so many times and being You've Crosby. seen it on stage? I have. It came to Seattle a couple times. Oh. So we would get like the deep, like discount, like matinee and just go enjoy White And they make it snow on stage. And it was just oh. so much fun. Oh, um, I watched it on TV that. every year with my mom. Like yeah, Christmas it's fun, time. isn't it? And yeah. so there's, a, if you haven't seen it, I'll put the YouTube clip on, but there's a great little like dinner show theater where the two sisters are singing the song sisters and i did sing it for y'all in michigan this summer that mm. will not be repeated today but we yeah. were listening to it here in the studio what earlier i'm sorry what? i know the I girls to were, that were dying like yeah. you're all ready to see it next okay. season anyway abiding together karaoke <laughs> oh that's a good idea we should totally mm. do that yeah. living the dream living the dream we should let our listeners do that <laughs> yeah we should oh, like a sing-along with abiding together oh, oh gosh please stop please stop uh, all right we're a little punch happy you're right at let's go <laughs> oh anyway dear friends thank you so much for joining us and we just once again want to invite you to to sit with the scripture this week and just to allow that what is your experience of being a sister and just allow what happens to happen and knowing that the lord will lead us and guide us so we're looking forward to this four-part series and we will see you next week so until then we'll be abiding together god bless you have a wonderful week Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. If you liked it, would you please share it with a friend? We encourage you to head over to our website, abidingtogetherpodcast.com, where you can find all the show notes, links to our one things, transcripts, group discussion questions for each episode, and beautiful mugs, t-shirts, journals, and prints on our shop. There you can also subscribe to receive our weekly email with links to each new episode and all of the content. We'd love to connect on social media and invite you to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter so you can catch inspiring reflections every day. You're also welcome to join our private Facebook group and dive deeper into discussions with our fellow listeners. If the podcast has blessed you, would you prayerfully consider financially supporting us? The Abiding Together podcast is only available due to the generous support of our listeners. There are significant costs associated with creating this content, such as tech support, design, website, equipment, and hired staff that we need to be able to continue offering great content to you. Abiding Together is a nonprofit 501c3, and all donations are tax deductible. You can make donations of any amount through a website called Patreon, or you can send us a check directly if that's easier for you. If you donate $15 or more per month on our Patreon page, you become a tribe member 
and you will receive bonus content every month, such as short videos, recipes, playlists, downloadable prints, and more. You can find all the information about Patreon at patreon.com forward slash abiding together podcast. Thank you and God bless you.